This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. The Latest is now available on Amazon Podcasts, living up to the promise of Amazon's Prime benefits. Occasionally delivered on time, often what you were hoping to get, and too much of a hassle to unsubscribe from. Enjoy the show. It's Friday, October 2. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. It's extraordinary. The president and first lady have announced that they have both tested positive for the coronavirus. It was a dizzying few hours. It started with word that Hope Hicks, who is one of the president's closest advisors, contracted the virus. He uh, he continues to be not only in good spirits, but very energetic. Uh, we've, we've, Those uh, voices are discussing the coronavirus, morning, that thing, to, just like the president, we all hope will go away quickly, yet keeps finding a way to warm itself back into our daily lives. As news broke overnight that Mr. Trump and the First Lady have tested positive for COVID-19, citizens around the world scrambled to address a very difficult question. Do you still buy a sympathy card for people who have no sympathy? Since the start of the pandemic, Mr. Trump has downplayed the spread of the novel coronavirus, likening the 200,000 dead under his watch to the same type of rounding error that allows him to maintain that he's a billionaire. Two weeks ago, Mr. Trump told a reporter that he wasn't concerned about catching the virus at one of his signature rallies, believing only his racial invective and the desire to buy a wardrobe of tacky and explicit t-shirts in the parking lot to be the only infectious qualities of such events. At the first presidential debate on Tuesday, which looked less like a debate and more like a guy screaming at the employees of a Burger King to demand that they honor his expired coupon for a double quarter pounder, Mr. Trump mocked Joe Biden for wearing a mask and maintaining social distance, painting the former vice president as someone who needlessly worries about public health when he's better off concerning himself over matters more presidential, like spending $70,000 on hairstyling to make yourself appear to be an evening silhouette of a sand dune. Even the Trump children in attendance rejected multiple attempts from the Cleveland Clinic to get them to wear masks, believing that they've already been exposed to a far more dangerous pathogen, their own DNA. The president appears to have contracted the virus from someone within his inner circle, such as advisor Hope Hicks, whose name doubles as a subtle campaign slogan. But no matter who gave it to him, he's been in close contact over the past week with several of the Republican Party's top officials, leading Vice President Pence, who tested negative, to self-quarantine, RNC Chairwoman Ronna McDaniel, who tested positive, to cancel all upcoming events, and Mitt Romney, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski to feign disappointment and outrage, but ultimately justify voting in favor of an eventual bill that gives the virus to each and every American. The internet is awash with thoughts and prayers for the leader of the free world, but I'm struggling to extend so much as a cough drop to the man, let alone my best wishes for a speedy recovery. As early as February, the president admitted that the coronavirus is, quote, deadly stuff, but he's the one who's been treating masks like condoms, an uncomfortable inconvenience that might have a slight impact on someone else's life, depending on whether or not it's been worn. A new study from Cornell University found that Mr. Trump alone is responsible for 38% of all published pieces of coronavirus misinformation, telling people that the pathogen came from bat soup, you can treat it by injecting disinfectants, and that he's the one who stopped the spread of the original virus, Hillary Clinton. And when people needed supplies at the start of the pandemic, he left state governors to fend for themselves, 
pitting red states versus blue states in order to bid for life-saving equipment, as if our nation's public health is just another episode of storage wars. Yes, it's a shame that the man caught it. But why should any of us be the ones who are shocked, when he's the one who's been playing with a live wire? Some are speculating that he doesn't actually have the virus, that he's faking it in order to lock down the coveted lost-my-sense-of-taste vote. Others worry about what's going to happen for the remainder of the presidential campaign, because it's difficult for one candidate to repeatedly interrupt the other one during a town hall debate because he's hooked up to a ventilator. But whether or not the news is true or false, whether or not he's back on his feet tomorrow or bedridden indefinitely, and whether or not this country gets back to treating this disease as seriously as we pretended to back in March, one fact remains abundantly clear. This man is sick. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. My guest today is Bridget Skaggs, a Joe Biden campaign volunteer hosting a series of campaign events in the Chicagoland area. Bridget, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. On Saturday, O.J. urged citizens to take part in the democratic process. Hey, Twitter world. is me, yours truly. All I know is you better register to vote. If you uh, forfeit your right to vote, you forfeit your right to bitch. I'm just saying, take care. (laughs) Vote. (laughs) Bridget, what do you think about what OJ had to say? I think he's absolutely right. Everyone should make a plan to vote, and every vote should count. Based on where you live, you might be able to send in a ballot or drop off a ballot in person. Early voting starts in a lot of states in the next couple of weeks, and The most important thing, no matter what your political opinion is, is just to get involved. Mm Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? He's a murderer. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Bridget, thanks for joining me. It was a pleasure. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott, OJ Simpson Twitter update, produced by Christy Forsh. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts, other weird apps. Just subscribe. Latestpod.com, at underscore Greg Ott on Twitter. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you'll soon be hearing me do another episode of this podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye.